Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. And then there were the Sadducees. They were the kind of infidels that denied any resurrection. There is no such thing as angels or Holy Spirit or anything like that. So John himself was surprised to see them come to him. Amen. And with such a concern for their salvation. And Matthew 3, verse 7, he said, When he saw many of the Pharisees come to his baptism, he said to them, Oh, you generation of vipers. Oh, in other words, saying, Oh, you poisonous snakes. Who warned you to flee from the wrath that's coming? In other words, who told you about salvation and having your sins washed away and being baptized into this new kingdom? Besides these, there were the publicans, who are some of the most infamous hated men, came to him inquiring what they needed to do to be saved. And soldiers, Roman soldiers, who, you know, folks, I was a soldier. I was in the military for 13 years. And these were some of the most brutal, profane, loose, abusive people. They were moved by John's preaching to make the same inquiry in Luke 3, 12 and verse 14. It says, Then came also publicans to be baptized and said to them, Master, what should we do? And soldiers said, What should we do? John's success appeared in the manner in which those listening to him sought the kingdom of God. They were pressing into it as far as they could understand it. Elsewhere, it says them being violent for the kingdom of heaven, taking it by force. Matthew eleven twelve. From the days of John the Baptist until now, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, what I take from these words, it concerns everyone that wanted the kingdom of God and wanted to obtain it, did so by pressing into it, and if it meant violence, that's what they did. I want to show you what is that way of seeking salvation that seems to be pointed towards the expression of pressing into the kingdom of God. 
Okay, that's the first thing I want to show you. But secondly, I want to give you the reasons why it concerns everybody that wanted to obtain the kingdom of God to seek it this way. And then once we can understand that, then we can make it apply to our lives today. Amen? So that's what I want to try and show you in the time we have remaining. Now first I want to show you what manner of seeking salvation seems to be denoted by pressing into the kingdom of God. This expression denotes a strength of desire. Men in general who live under the light of the gospel are not atheists. and They desire the kingdom of God. That is, they want to go to heaven rather than go to hell. Most of them are not concerned about it, but on the contrary, they live a secure and careless life. Some who are many degrees above these being under some awareness of the awakening of God's spirit in them, yet they're not pressing into the kingdom of God. But they they may be said to be truly and duly so, They have strong desires to get out of this natural condition and to get an honest interest in Jesus as their Messiah, as Christ. They have such a conviction of the misery they're going through in their present state and the the extreme necessity of obtaining something better that their minds are, as it were, possessed with and and wrapped up with a concern about the kingdom of God. Okay? To obtain salvation is desired by them above all things in the world. This concern is so great that it just shuts out everything else. They used to before to have a, a lived Lord help me with this. They lived a life of their desires after other things. They had a a concern that was divided between eternity and heavenly things and earthly desires. But when they come to answer the expression of the text of of pressing into the kingdom of God, this concern prevails over all others. Everything other thing, they just lay aside. It does... They... It's hard for me to describe. They do this in a matter that consumes their thinking, all the cares of their mind. All they are concerned about is eternal life. This seeking of eternal life should not be one concern that our souls are taken up about with other things. Salvation should be sought, yes, as the one and only needful thing. Yes, Luke 10.42. That's the one thing that should be desired is salvation. That's referred to in Psalms 27.4. But pressing into the kingdom of heaven denotes an, an, an earnestness and firmness, if you want to call it that. A firmness of resolution. There should be strength in that resolution and accompanying strength of desire as it was in the psalmist as he said in in 27.4. 
One thing I have desired, and that is what I will seek after. In order to have a thorough engagedness of the mind like this, both of these things must meet together. Besides the desire after salvation, there should be an earnest resolution in people to pursue this good as much as in their power to do so, to do all that they can and use all of their strength, all that they have, all that they're able to do in a continuing effort in every duty to resisting and fighting against sin to continue in their pursuit until Jesus comes back to take them home or we go to be with him. Amen. They are two things needful in every person in order to achieve a strong resolution like this. There must be a sense of great importance and a necessity of seeking mercy, the mercy of God. There must also be a sense of opportunity to obtain it. With no opportunity, they will never have a fulfillment or a sense of fulfillment to attain the kingdom of God. And that's where preachers come in. Amen. Because people are encouraged to seek the kingdom of God and they're questioned just like we just read. How? How do I get it? How do we do this? How can I have the kingdom of God? That is the cry from the heart of most people seeking God. Amen. The strength of their resolution depends on the sense which God is giving to their heart at that time of these things. You see, people without that kind of sense may seem to themselves to make up what we call resolutions, right? Like on January 1st, you make all these resolutions. They say if it were a force to promise themselves, and they say within themselves, I will seek God as long as I live. I won't give up until I obtain it. Well, that sounds real good, but it does you absolutely no good. Amen? Because they're only deceiving themselves. Their hearts aren't in it. These are this are thoughts of their mind. Amen. Their hearts aren't in it. And they don't take up any kind of resolution to help them attain it. It's just a resolution of the mouth more than of the heart. Their hearts are not strongly bent to fulfill what their mouth says. The firmness of the resolution lies in the fullness of the disposition of their heart to do what is resolved to be done. Those who are pressing into the kingdom of God have a heart condition to do everything that's required, everything that is in their power to do it, and to continue in it. They have not only an earnestness, but a steadiness of resolution. They do not seek with a wavering, unsteady heart and, and stop now and start next Sunday and, and go and burst like that, being off and on again, but is a constant pursuit, a constant seek of the soul, if possible, to obtain the promises of God and his kingdom. 
And by pressing into the kingdom of God, it signifies the greatness of their endeavor. It's expressed uh, in Ecclesiastes 10.10, by doing what our hand finds to do with our might. In other words, doing all you can with what you have. You don't have to have millions of dollars to seek the kingdom of God. If you have millions of dollars, you can still seek the kingdom of God. You're not shut out. The kingdom of God is open to anyone and everyone who wants it. But you have to come with the heart, not with your mind. Let's get back into this. I I know I'm confusing you. And I'm trying to follow the outline that keeps it straight. (laughs) But sometimes it's hard with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, glory to God. This is the natural and necessary consequences of two things which we just talked about. There's the strength of desire, the firmness of the resolution. There will be answerable endeavors. What does that mean? Well, people engaged in their hearts will strive to enter in at the straight gate. And will be violent for it. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be pushing their way through. Their practice will be agreeable to the counsel of the wise man of Proverbs two, where he says, "My son, if you will receive my words and hide my commandments with you, so that you incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding." Yea, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you shall understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Here the earnestness of desire and strength of resolution is signified by inclining your ear to wisdom. That's the teaching of God. And applying your heart to understanding. Understanding what, Brother Bob? The teaching of God. And the greatness of your endeavor is denoted by crying after knowledge. What knowledge, Brother Bob? The knowledge of God. And lifting up your voice for understanding. Understanding what, Brother Bob? Understanding the kingdom of God, the word of God, and the knowledge of God. And seeking her, who? The wisdom of God, and the word of God, and the knowledge of God, and the understanding of God. As silver, searching for her. Searching for who, Brother Bob? The wisdom of God, the word of God, the knowledge of God. As if you're searching for hidden treasure. The desires and resolutions like this, these endeavors go together. Amen. Pressing into the kingdom of God denotes... Engagedness and earnestness that is directly about the business of getting into the kingdom of God. People may be in a very great exercise and distress in their mind about the condition of souls. Oh, I don't know if I'm saved or not. Well, we're going to fix that by the end of this broadcast. Their thoughts and cares may be greatly engaged and taken up 
about things of a spiritual nature, yet they are not pressing into the kingdom of God. I see this in the United States today. Oh, yes, we love the Lord. Oh, yes, we are Christians. Oh, yes, we are, you know, whatever. But yet they vote for ungodly candidates promoting an ungodly agenda. They don't stand together in faith and say, this is the standard holding up the Bible. They don't lift up the Word of God. They don't listen to the voice of God. They don't listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. They seek fame, fortune, benefits of the worldly system and seek those instead of seeking and pressing into the kingdom of God. That is the number one issue in America today. Amen. The exercise of their minds is not directly about the work of seeking salvation. In a diligent attendance on the means that God has appointed in order to obtain it. But something else that is besides the business of seeking the kingdom of God. It may be God's decrees. It could be his secret purposes, prying in them, searching for signs, whereby they may determine or at least conjecture that they are before God, makes them known by their accomplishment. Jesus said, you will know these men by their fruits. Oh, there you go. You can say you're seeking God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, but if your fruits are of the fruits of the world rather than the fruits of the kingdom, you are a corrupt tree. Amen. The distress, their minds with fears that may not be one of the elected. They're scared that they've committed non-pardonable sin or their day has passed and God's given them up. They never intends to show them mercy. Therefore, it's just a waste of their time to seek salvation. I've met some people like that. They've said, you know, I've, I've committed the unpardonable sin. Folks, the only sin that is not pardonable, the only sin that Jesus has not washed away or paid the price for is rejecting his offer of salvation. There are people on death row that have murdered dozens of people, committed all kinds of lewd and immoral acts, that are ready to die because of the crimes they committed that have given their hearts to Jesus and have been born again. There are When you get to heaven, there are going to be people there that you're like, how did he get in here? And then you're going to look around and say, where's brother so-and-so? Where's deacon so-and-so? Where's sister so-and-so? You see, they were all mouth, but not a heart. And missed out. Some people will entangle themselves about the doctrine of original sin and other mysterious doctrines of religion that are way above their comprehension. 
They don't realize Jesus paid the price for all sin. You cannot out-sin Jesus or the forgiveness of God. You can't do it. You can't commit so much sin, Jesus can't save you. I don't care what you're doing, what you did. (laughs) Jesus is so awesome. He paid the price for that. He knew you were going to commit that sin before the foundation of the world. And he paid the price for it at Calvary. He paid the price for everything you can conceive of to sin. Now that does not give you a license to sin. Amen. A lot of people preach about this, you know, full grace. It kind of goes along the lines of what I just said. And they're like, well, you know, if I've received Jesus as my Savior, then I'm free to do whatever I want because he's already paid the price for it. That's the wrong attitude, folks. That's willful sin and disobedience. Willful sin and disobedience will bring judgment. Yes, you may still be saved and get into the kingdom of God, but there's no blessing on your life on this earth. None. God cannot bless the ungodly. I mean, he can't. Well, Brother Bob, there's a lot of ungodly people that are running businesses and they're very successful and they have millions of dollars. Yes, they do. there is. But look at the life they're living. I mean, let's take some of these actors and, and music artists and such. They can't go to the local grocery store. They have to have somebody go buy groceries for them. They can't go out to watch a movie. They can't go walking down a downtown street or go to the mall without being swamped by photographers and people bothering them for autographs and things like that. Because of their fame. Because of their riches. You know, they can't go and have dinner At a common restaurant. They have to go to these exclusive restaurants where most 99% of the people can't afford to walk through the door. They have to go to these places and then when they go back home, it's in these gated communities. Often their own homes are gated. They have security. They shut themselves away for protection. You see, they chased after the God of money. The God of success. They fell for the lies of the devil. Remember Jesus, the temptation of Jesus? Bow down and worship me and I'll give you all these things for their mind to give. They were given to me and I can give them to whoever I want. They fell for that lie. And notice... How many famous actors, how many famous musicians are using drugs to feel better because there's emptiness in their heart? They've attained their goal, but they're still empty. And they're thinking life isn't worth living. 
How many of them have you heard that committed suicide or overdosed on drugs? Dying miserable deaths alone because they were chasing the wrong God. You see, then there's a story of successful people who are engaged in church. Who are doing all they can with what they have. That's not saying they're giving, you know, if they have a billion dollars in the bank, they're not giving a billion dollars to the church. But if the church needs a new roof, they pay for it. They need a new sanctuary. They're part of building it. They're using their wealth and their success to further the kingdom of God. They're secure in their salvation. They know who their God is and who their Savior is. And they're not ashamed to talk about it. You see these successful sports athletes when they're interviewed about hitting the home run in the bottom of the ninth with a walk-off grand slam home run that won the game. First of all, I want to give all the praise and glory to my Jesus. They're not afraid to speak their faith for what they have. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Where was I at? Many people that seem to be in great distress about a future eternal state actually get into their own way. They perplex themselves with thoughts such as what we just talked about. They should not be concerned so much and engaging their minds with these thoughts, but when they do, they cannot be said to be pressing towards the kingdom of God because what they're thinking about is not their work for God, but rather the work which tends to hinder them in their work for God. I'm too busy to go to church. I'm too busy to read the Bible. I'm too busy to pray. If they're violent... They are only working violently in an attempt to entangle themselves. They're caught in the spider web of the devil's grasp. And in actuality, they're laying stumbling blocks or stumbling stones in their own path. In their own mind, they've already made up, I'm too busy to do this, I'm too busy to do that. And their pressure is not forward, it's actually pushing them away. Amen. Instead of getting along, they waste their time, and they're worse, they're merely losing their time. Instead of fighting with the giants that stand in the way that keeping them out of Canaan, they spend their time and their strength in the conflicting shadows that appear by the wayside. They're more afraid of the shadow of the giant than the giant themselves. They're trying to get to heaven by their works. They're more consumed with what they can brag about than bragging on what God has done for them. Amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Therefore, we are not to judge people by the hopefulness of the ways that they're in or the probability of their success in seeking salvation. 
We are only to judge them by the greatness of the concern and the distress they are in. For many people have needless distresses, needless distractions that they'd be much better without. I'm not saying that to discredit them. I'm not saying that to minimize what they're going through. But focusing on how you're going to pay the light bill instead of how you're going to worship God and let Him pay the light bill is what's costing them to sit in darkness. Literally. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.